0: To the Blessed Podcast with your host Anna Tigre.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Blessed Podcast. I'm Anna Tigre with my co-host Elaine Goodlad. Welcome Hello back, Elaine. Hello, Anna. It, this is kind of a. It's kind of a downer series that we're doing, but it's so important. It's, it is because we meet upsetting. these women every day and we have been those women
0: ourselves. So yeah, it is upsetting, right? We can cry. after. I
1: much like that. rather speak about <laughs> positive, <laughs> motivating things yet. You don't get there unless, unless you're strong and ready to get there. So this is the first step. If you're in a situation like this, you are never going to flourish.
0: Right. And the information that we're giving out in this three-part series is for total awareness.
1: Absolutely. And
0: so unless you know that somebody else, for instance, suffers the same way you do, unless you know what the definition of an abusive relationship is, mm-hmm. you you may not even know
1: that you are in one or that you can get out. So. You know, what's interesting. Uh, this, the very same day we posted our, our first episode of this series, which is how do women get into, get into yeah. you know, and, and most of the time, not all the time, the women that get into abusive relationships are the ones we least suspect it. Mm-hmm. it you know, they might be beautiful, um, very vibrant, strong, strong independent seemingly so you know seemingly so right uh maybe even like have amazing careers but if there is a hole inside of you that is not filled and therefore if you don't have self-love you and
0: there are, are predators that can detect right. that in women so they are looking for you and you they're don't know how that, to protect yourself right, and they're looking for that one little thing that when your guard is down that they see as a sign of weakness and they go oh, okay i know how to play this one right and they go for
1: it that's right and so if you if you're listening to this and things start to click and the red flags start to pop up don't just dismiss it because things don't get better on their own. It's never going to just get better. You truly have to embrace it, get help, um, you know, various, it depends on your situation, but go get some counseling, get strong, from the inside and then you'll be able to make, you know, your next. And And obviously if you're in a dangerous relationship, if you are fearing for your life, you have to reach out and uh, call the hotlines. We'll put in the, in the comments, uh, the phone numbers. If
0: it's, if it's as serious as that, yes, there's gotta be a place where they can go. And um, I think that we, we really need to look inside of ourselves, like you just said, and, and realize that, all you have to do is look at yourself and start working on getting stronger from the inside of you, start loving you. And some people don't even know what loving yourself means. Right, um, But until you love yourself more than you can love a dysfunctional person or a dysfunctional relationship, you won't leave. So we're encouraging
1: people to really get that help. Well, and, and that's, and you're touching a perfect subject because that's basically our topic today you know somebody might be um you know the abusive person is very alluring uh it it, normally they're very charming you know they they seduce you and it it's easy to get talked into it but then the most prevalent question is why do people stay? Even many times after realizing that they are in an abusive relationship, why do people stay? And, and the people that get out of it look back and they feel ashamed for staying. You know, yeah, I know exactly. I did. At after one the point. fact,
0: We all know what we should have done and we all can't even imagine why we did stay as long right. as we did. Right. And that in in itself means you don't look at the other person and what they're doing. You look at you. Why did, why did I stay? And I know for myself, I mean, a lot of it was fear related and the fear of being alone, even if this person was so wrong for me and I felt really put down and wore out and just worn down to the, to nothing. It was like, I didn't want to be alone it was like that dysfunction was better than that just was the alone.
1: source that was what you needed help with to overcome in order to pick your next partner to, p- to pick a healthy relationship exactly and and it's true everybody has a source like one of the one of the reasons is because for many people a household an abusive household is actually all they have ever known if you grew up in an abusive home you think that that's normal you think speaking to each other in a certain way is normal you know you think that being put down is normal you just don't know any different and so and so you stay and you try to make it work you know and 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 in your case it would be it's it's low self-esteem it was low self-esteem it was
0: all that not having any belief in myself uh from a childhood and then you move into a relationship where somebody else maybe is more dominant than you or you know talks a good talk or tells a good story um okay we've got a precious dog in here that's making all (laughs) kinds of noises (laughs) i'm not sure if you can hear that or not but she's having fun rolling around so it's a pet friendly studio (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah if that's all you know is that you're not worth it right and you're not worthy and you don't have an opinion you're just gonna go right on from the next to the next who can who can run your life like that absolutely and they already know they can walk all
1: over you so they they get very good at it and you just get very good at and on that note shutting up and putting up if that comes from your childhood and upbringing and your family there will always be and i, and I know that for me it did that cultural cultural or religious reasons why oh, yeah. people stay right so if you don't believe in divorce
0: that was my upbringing essentially my 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 father was a baptist minister and they were very much i think on the fundamental side of the baptist religion and um it was i mean i've i've had a relationship with god my whole life i was raised that way but um, it was just very wrong. There was no gray areas at all in the Bible. And, right. and there was no gray areas that we were taught. And so divorce was just wrong. Right. And to the point where you really felt if, you, if this doesn't work out and you decide to move on with your life and date again, you're going to burn in hell. Right.
1: <laughs> that's, right. that's a pretty strong right. thing to come across to your children with. It. And, and for me, it was I didn't want to disappoint them. I just didn't want to disappoint them, and I felt like, you know, I chose it, so I should at least try to work it out. Like, you talk to yourself into staying in this, Well, that's it's where the shame crazy, comes in, right. And whether
0: it's family members or friends. If you feel ashamed, number one, that you ended up in a, in a predicament like that, and you're ashamed... Of of so many different things that you just stay and kind of keep it quiet and 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 make excuses
1: mm-hmm. and cover for that individual because of your own shame, and, and let's not forget that uh, sometimes it could be a relationship where you could be outed, you know, you could be it could be an affair, and right. I actually know a a a friend that many many years ago that she ended up in a in a relationship outside her marriage that was very extremely abusive and she didn't know how and to end it she had someplace else to go Right. <laughs> she had her own but marriage but she, she didn't know how to end it oh, because wow. now he, she was being threatened and you know and her family when and like that when it's that, that.
0: abusive and, and there's threatening and you're you're actually scared of what this individual is doing to you 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 just again you're afraid because you don't have the self confidence to stand up to that individual so that just makes everything that they're right you you're just you just don't know what to do and where to go mm-hmm. you don't even know where to go
1: to for well, help and then there's lack of finances i mean usually abusive People will make sure that you can't make it on your own, or they'll do everything possible. Like they wanted to take care of you, so they don't
0: want you to work and all of that nonsense. Right, right. And now they've got you basically, right, right, where they
1: want you. Absolutely, and it's hard to leave. And if you have kids, you know, or you were in, in a city where you don't have a lot of friends and they keep you in a tight circle for that reason. They they don't like any really close friends and they keep you isolated sometimes from family, definitely from friends, from going to a job and it becomes, your life becomes them. Yeah, and- you know what? I've had this
0: conversation with several women lately and I, and I can't impose on them enough that first of all, you don't want to owe anybody anything you want to be strong enough and confident enough and self-assured enough that you have you have your own job you have your own money you take care of your own things you 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 provide for yourself just in case you have to. Right. Because I mean, you could have a partner that, that passes away. But if you're in a controlling relationship, and if you can take care of yourself, and even where there's children involved, I know women find this very difficult. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. If you are in an abusive relationship, then what you're teaching your children is that that's okay. That's to correct. So what you should be doing, and, and this is proven a proven fact that as long as those children feel loved by one or both of those parents even separately Mm
1: -hmm. they're
0: happier that separately Mm -hmm. they have two loving parents as Mm -hmm. long as those parents aren't using their children as pawns and actually that does happen a lot yes but you have to just keep loving that child and not not in that um that kind of i'm going to I'm going to buy my child because exactly. it, you know, you give my no. child everything they want so that right. they like me better than the other parent. I'm not right. talking about that, but just keep loving your child. And if two people can uh, separate, you can take your children or go through the court system. Whatever you have to do is better than staying in that
1: abusive relationship. That's correct. And, and you know, uh, I understand like you, you have kids and you have a dream right? And you want to raise your kids together in that family unit. And a lot of times, most of the time when you when you meet this person, they're amazing. And you have that first few months or even whatever year where everything is so incredible. And then you spend the rest of your life wishing that it would go back to that. And that's one of the reasons why women don't leave. They
0: they got that glimpse of perfection, supposed perfection, and they think, okay, I know that guy is still in there. And so it becomes a pattern where you do stay because you think there's just going to be a glimmer of hope that that person's going to come back to the, the one that met you and, and right. swept you off your feet. But the problem is, is that person doesn't exist. It was never that there. That was a front right. to get you, just to hook you. And if we can, if we can see that and realize that this cycle of abuse will continue with that person, that person's not going to change unless God changes them. Right. Or a bolt of light. And lightning. they have to be committed. Exactly. Right. And so, yeah, it's just, there's so many reasons why women stay and it's, It's kind of tragic because. How about love?
1: How about the the idea of I love that person so much because he or she needs me, and without me, you know, they'll kill themselves. Like yeah, there's a lot of feel that way. There's a
0: lot of that manipulation going on where that woman does. I mean that they put that on. The woman so she won't leave so they they threaten first of all that you know they'll kill themselves if if you leave and and well nobody's going to want you anyway or or, i need you i need you like they'll tell you whatever they need to tell you depending on who you are and what they know is going to get you to stay and they'll they'll just guilt you into staying and so you actually think you're saving them by staying right the the thing of it is is you have to save yourself Because you only have one life. This is not a dress rehearsal. If you don't leave and get on with your precious life, because it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to stay in an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you're truly that afraid, you have to confide in a friend or family member or confide in the police. Whatever you, somebody that you know that you can trust that is going to help you out of a really bad situation, and some women are in really bad situations. We've known of those women. Yes. Who's um? We've we, known. We know some a couple who actually their ended up dead. End up, yeah, when The women ended up dead, or the man and the woman ended up dead, mm-hmm. or the man committed suicide. There, yep. There's this is no joke, mm-hmm. and this is your legacy. This is what you're going to. This is what your life is going to look like. You have to come to grips with the fact that it can be
1: different and you have to take the steps to leave. Well, it's hard to look at somebody that, on the outside looks normal and see them as somebody that has a mental illness. You mean like Ted Bundy? He looked pretty normal. Like <laughs> right. we,
0: you know, what is what does a mass murderer look like? What does an abusive husband look like? What right. does an abusive wife look like? That's we correct. can all put on a great front for people because what it is, it's it's a it's an illness. Mm-hmm. And so if it's a sick person and you know that they are sick enough to basically destroy your life and bring you down in so many ways that you don't even have the strength or the health or the, the finances, whatever it takes to leave, that person is sick Mm -hmm. because anybody who loves you, we go back to first Corinthians chapter 13, the love chapter, anybody who loves you doesn't do any of those things to you. That's, that's not true love. You
1: know, I'm going to share a story with you. Many years ago, I went, um, to visit a friend for the weekend. And I got there, and uh, I noticed I didn't know her husband that well, that well. Like even though I knew her for many years, they lived far away now, and I didn't know him very well. But after a couple of days there, I realized that his behavior was, and I had just left my relationship. Right, so you knew it knew what was it just like. you know a couple of years after that, and I started noticing his behavior. And so the last day that I was there, um, I said, you know, I need to talk to you. And I sat down with her and I started talking. And she's like, she had, she was so used to the threats, the putting down, the sarcasm, the like a, anything and everything you can imagine, everything we listed, that she didn't take it seriously and at that point that day he actually had a gun out for her and she goes yeah you know this morning he was he had his gun out he was waving around and I'm going and why did that you seem ha- normal to right? her right you know? and she's like well he won't do anything I said no he will and so I spent probably four or five hours talking to her and long story short um she actually she actually talked to another friend about it and her friend, and they were very close and her friend confirmed everything that I said. She's like, you know, I saw all this, but I just didn't want to bring it up because that's how people feel. Most of the time, after the fact that that's exactly what happened to me, you come up and you tell people, oh yeah, you know, I left. And they're like, oh, thank goodness. Or they were like, I never understood what you were doing with him. Like, it's so, it was so prevalent. I was like... How blind I was! Right, you know? exactly. Um, and no, so, anyway, to my friend ended up leaving and moved on, and ended up safe. But years later, he was in one of those. Um, he committed a double suicide murder. Thing. A murder suicide. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 See, that could later. have been her. And, that, and that's yep. that's that the would have of it.
0: You know, the day that a, a girl that I actually competed against. She went, um, she was in a very abusive relationship. And so she went to his house and I think she, I think she took a gun. She knew it. Was, I think, well, I don't know if she went to get something or went to finalize things, what, whatever it was, she decided to go over there for, um, she didn't know it'd be the last time she'd ever go anywhere. And they, they were both, they were both dead. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Yeah. And she never thought that that would be where it came to. Nobody ever thinks that, oh yeah, no. this time he's going to shoot me. Right. No, you nobody's prepared for that. What you don't realize is when that person feels like they've got nothing to lose, that's right, cuz they're going to lose you, that's right. Maybe they're going to lose you and the kids, whatever the situation is, if they've got nothing left to lose, they will do anything. And mm-hmm. that's what women have to be aware of. If you're in that kind of a situation and you think it's that, it could be that serious. If you hear what's, what we're actually talking about right now mm-hmm. and you're listening. Um, if you, you feel look, a little bit those, sick yeah, in your stomach. Yeah, because something sounds a little too familiar. You've got to talk to somebody and right. get somebody who's strong and, and um, can help you find a way out. Mm-hmm. because it is that important. And if you're just in an abusive relationship where you've become used to being a punching bag, it could be as little as that or as, as much as you feel like your life is threatened, whatever the situation is. You don't deserve to be you there. You don't deserve to be there. You have to have that sense of self-worth that you are just as
1: good as anybody on the planet. You have just as much rights. Uh, remember this one thing. It doesn't matter what you've done because that's what they tried to say. They tried to say it was your fault, right? It does not matter what you've done. You do not deserve to be treated this way. That's not love.
0: Well, yes, because they're master manipulators. And a master manipulator that projects all the time, when they project what they're doing onto you and you start to believe it, Think about, okay, women's tuition is very strong. So you can't tell me that you didn't have a sick gut feeling about something along the way. You can't tell me that you didn't know outright that that looks like red to me. That's a flag. right? You know, it's just time to wake up because you have one precious life. And that's the thing. When I look back, okay, when I look back at some of my relationships, and yes, I chose them. Um, I ask myself why I stayed so long, not why, what was wrong with that other person and go on and on and on about mm-hmm. that person. No, that person, your name here was that person all along. I chose them, right? why did I choose them? Why did I decide to stay as long as I did? Why did? Why was I there? So you have to really look at yourself and find out how could I become that strong, confident, independent woman that I see in others or that I really want to be? How can I become that person? Why don't I love myself? Look deep down inside of yourself from your childhood, wherever far back you have to go. Why don't you love yourself? Who told you you were not worthy of love? because if you can get to the bottom and the root of that kind of evil ever since you were a child, whatever made you believe that about yourself, that's what you have to change. That's right. And once you change that, You will literally, and I mark my words, ladies, if you ever get to the point where you are looking back at this situation going, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. Anna and Elaine were Mm -hmm. dead on. You will look back. You won't even recognize yourself as the person who stayed there. I don't recognize the girl who stayed in dysfunctional relationships. I don't even recognize myself because I love myself more now than I ever have. But I wish that I could get some of those years back. (laughs) I realize this is not a dress rehearsal. This is my one and only life. I'm 55 years old. I wasted, I don't, I can't even tell you how many decades I wasted in relationships I had no business being in. Right. So listen and act
1: because this could save your life. Mm-hmm. I I agree with you. I, you know, you look back one day and you feel like, I, I can't even imagine making those choices now. But the fact is, is that you know, it goes beyond you. It, the way you are raised and we, we are foster parents. We've had many foster kids and uh, we're in the process of adopting, you know, this, this beautiful little toddlers we have now, but um, we have learned so much about trauma and childhood trauma and how that impacts our brains and our brain development and i can tell you that even things that were done or happened to you without a malicious intent you know maybe maybe your parents just did exactly what it was done to them how they were raised but those things will shape you to think and process things a certain way Mm -hmm. and therefore make choices for yourself that will go with that trauma but if you can heal that heal that part of yourself you will be making completely different choices for your life i started by reading books
0: and i spent um i spent a few years just reading those kinds of self-help books that helped me see who i was and what i was doing i read books on codependency Mm -hmm. there's a book called codependent no more that was a really really good one um there's so many good books out there. It's, it's hard to even start because there's so many good um, on relationship books. Dr. Phil, he's got some really good relationship books out there, how to see, and he's very matter of fact about things. So it's a, it's a way for you to try to remove your emotion from the situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Listen to what the facts in the book are saying. These right. are the facts. What we are saying are the facts. We've lived it. We're telling you the facts. So remove your emotion and listen to what, the book is saying or we are saying and say okay you know what i think i'm there right now Mm -hmm. and i think i do need to take responsibility and do something for myself that is going to save me and that just is going to start by forgiving yourself accepting yourself loving yourself whatever it takes and you know what so what you ended up in a bad relationship get out that's just your path that's just your
1: path and you're going to be able to to help When you somebody get else? on the
0: other side of that, yeah, you're going to be able to help somebody else because that information, that um, experience is invaluable. We don't look back and go, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I went through that and right. whine about it. You just go, you know what? That was one of the best things that could happen to me because, and this is the way I look at my life look now. I and now. I can look at it right. at the age of over 50. And this is what was, it's so, everything is so real to me now is I can't take away one thing that happened to me since I was a child. Right, It molded me, it shaped me. And when I stand and see the person I am today, I consider myself to be kind of a rock star. Like I have been through so much and I've lived through so much mm-hmm. and I've gotten over so many obstacles. And if you can get over those obstacles and move on with your life... That is who you are today. That's why I can be on a podcast or on a radio or on stage at the Olympia, whatever it is. I can be there because I lived it and I can look back and I can help I can help
1: all these women now and talk to them when they're in the same situation that I used to be in. It becomes your gift. That's right. And that is the only way to look at things because if we look back and we feel shame and regret and all the things that make you stay and try to make it work it out and try to, you know, hide it. Those things will kill your soul. Well, that's part of the cycle, right? right? If you
0: stay in that mentality where you're going to still accept shame of yourself and still accept um, that you're afraid to do this or you're afraid or, or I can't believe I was there and it and you can't mm-hmm. spend a moment beating yourself up because mm-hmm. the reality is getting out first of all realizing you have a problem
1: mm-hmm.
0: figure out how you're going to start treating yourself better right. and again look at yourself as as your daughter would you allow your daughter to stay in a situation like that your precious little girl then why are you letting your precious little girl inside of you deal with that situation that's right for so long so think of it as another person because some of you have daughters or little sisters and you wouldn't you wouldn't let anything happen to them. Mm -hmm. But you'll allow yourself to be treated like you're not even um, a human. Some of of you allow yourselves to be treated like you're worse than an animal.
1: And so let's not go too far. How do you talk to yourself? How do you talk to yourself? Exactly. Do you call yourself names? Do you say, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm I'm just so oh, stupid. I'm so stupid. Yeah, I'm
0: not worth anything anyway. No. Nobody else is going to ever love you me. Don't
1: ever repeat look how fat I yourself. look or how skinny I look or how you know." Insert here. Like, do you criticize yourself? Mm-hmm. It, it, if it starts with you, yeah, that's but, very true. You know, and somebody else is just following basically what you're doing, and a lot of times, and and we're going to talk about that. Uh, We're about to wrap it up here and we're going to talk about that in our next episode. But the thing is, is that after you leave, you still not, you won't be free right away. You need to do the work because the words that that person used towards you for however long will stay in your mind and you are going to keep doing that work for them. Many times they will move on and they don't. you have no contact, yet you look at yourself and you're still going to call yourself the same names. And
0: if sooner or later, that, you're going to pick somebody else gonna, that does exactly, the same You're going to pick
1: another person thing. just like that. So yeah,
0: self-love has to start now. And it is a journey. It doesn't happen overnight. You don't just all of a sudden have confidence That's and, right. and, and move on. It, it takes the work you have to read, pray, like do whatever it takes to, con- to, to really own the love that
1: you should have for yourself. That's right. It's not easy. And on that note, we're going to wrap this episode and we will be back soon with another episode, the part three of this three-part series. Um, and we are going to do how to leave an abusive relationship and start a new life. God bless. See you soon.